Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It is the 14th of February. It's Valentine's Day, and this is the COB, the stuff you know about, need to know about the day in markets, startups, and business. Scotty, I just got distracted by the whole notion of love, I think. Yeah, to all the lovers out there, I hope you had a fantastic start to your week. Yeah, and um, look, the market fell in love with itself a little bit, I guess you could say. A bit of Nero. Four tenths of a percent by the end of the session. Not bad when you take a look around the rest of the region. I mean, we do have the Hang Seng at the time of recording off by about 1.3%. The Kospi down by a percentage point. I mean, we were the outperformer today. Yeah, there's a bit of a notion going around that uh, Australia enduring times of a bit of uh, excess volatility and uncertainty is uh, regarded as being a bit of a safe haven in the uh, the Asian region. And I've got to say today that uh, that reputation was perhaps advanced. Well, um, gold stocks, the jump in gold stocks certainly helped. They're getting a bid because of that tension between Russia and Ukraine. Um, fallen tech stocks, though, still happening today. So that is, um, yeah, that's become just a really persistent theme. And we saw, you know, some of the big miners not do too well either. Why do you think that was? Uh, yeah, look, it comes down to the fact that China has obviously got a problem with sky-high iron ore prices, despite clearly looking to go and uh, induce its economic activity through uh, increased debt issuance, more infrastructure investment and the like. Uh, for the third time in a week, the, uh, the NDRC there, the National Development Reform Commission, coming out saying, oh, abnormal price movements, yada, yada, yada. And uh, yeah, the uh, iron ore, no, Dalian futures were down about 7%, 8% the entire day. And uh, yeah, to stay there. So that probably explains a lot. But the fundamentals look a lot better than what the price action suggests. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But we know that China had really good success when it comes to coal last year. But coal isn't necessarily iron ore. No, and Mineral Resources was one of the worst performers in that space by percentage terms. Uh, but BHP took the most index points out of the market today. It was off by 9%, and that's ahead of its result that comes through tomorrow. So it'll be really interesting to hear what the company has to say, obviously about iron ore, obviously about China. And then you know plenty besides i reckon you know the super soakers that the kids got no and they're going to <laughs> spray all the liquidity i reckon that's what they want uh, bhp to do with those excess franking yeah. credits mm -hmm. that it's sitting on we'll see what it has to say okay now um if we look at a sector that really helped move this market higher look no further than the big banks westpac adding 13 index points to the market overall cba next nab west farmers followed that and anz but I think if you're talking about uh, the banking space, a shout out has to go to Bendigo and Adelaide Bank today. It did report. And uh, we just had a chat with Julia Lee from Bourbon Invest. And she was saying to her, Bendigo and Adelaide Bank is what reporting season is all about. It's about the beat, the beat in market expectations. Bendigo ended the day up 4%. So despite seeing pressure on its margins, 
you know, those well-worn tropes when it comes to these big banks, it uh, made more cash than the market had been expecting as a consensus. And so we saw its share price rise 4%. Yeah. And the way that its uh, balance sheet is structured relative to the uh, the majors as well makes it a much more leveraged player in the recovery in housing. So it's not surprising to see that Bendigo is doing really well. If things start to cool down on the other side of the equation, well, that's when you'd start to go and expect to see more downside uh, than the majors should that sort of develop. But for the time being, onwards and upwards, and clearly being a regional bank as well uh, as we're seeing with so many agricultural linked stocks over the past year the weather conditions uh, no the growing conditions have been fantastic and uh, helping everyone uh, across that sector okay a few of the other companies that reported today well let's go to jb hi-fi shall we up by five and a half percent pre-guided the market to the result but announced a share buyback and uh, shareholders liking it it was a stock of the day kashi sat down with gaurav sodi from intelligent investor and Nathan samasandram from deep data analytics take a listen the staples are much better play so you've got your supermarkets they can pass on the margin much easier right. i think the supply side issues uh, wages, all of that plays into it, and people are choosing where to spend, and I think that's where discretionary struggles. I think it makes sense for them to uh, play a bit more defensive on their guidance and so forth. This is a cyclical stock. You buy it when things are going badly, you sell it when things are going good. The last couple of years is as good as you're going to get yep. in spending. So yep. I'm not a buyer here, but I, I think it's a great stock. It's one, yep. you know, pardon the pun, you want to have on your shopping list. I would actually be selling JBI Fi up here. No comment on the quality of the business. It's wonderful, of yep. course, but I, I do worry that that um, consumers have overpurchased. <laughs> they, they've pulled forward demand. Um, the, the, what they're doing with the dividend, I think, sends a signal about where they see um, profits going in the future. But as a whole, I think this is an area of the market you want to exercise some caution on, and, right. and not just see low. Um, PEs and rush into them because I think that's probably a warning sign um, at the moment. And kudos to those guys because they were on during the Super Bowl and they put on a performance that was <laughs> equal or probably exceeding anything you would have seen there, including the halftime entertainment. Hey, so, yeah, well, really enjoyed it. Well, that's a big call. But look, I was going to say you should listen to the whole episode because it might be Valentine's Day. But no love lost for Magellan. So in the episode, those two guys tell... Tell our, tell our own David Kosh whether they're breaking up with the stock. And I will point out, and Gaurav, apologies to you in advance, but it was his advent calendar pick, Magellan was, way back in December, pre-all, you know? Hey, yep. it's a long year. Who knows? It is it a long year, isn't it? Things can change pretty quickly. Sure can. I'm not going to be too, too uh, well, I don't point fingers. Let's just say that. Just brought it up. Um, look, car sales also reported today. It is zooming into profit is the headline. Drum roll. And we've got Kevin McIntyre, CEO of carsales.com. If you'd like to listen to that, you can find that uh, via the show notes or online at our website. Not bumper dividends? No, we, I'm, I'm sure it's been used in many of the years past. Uh, so I had a good chat today with Sam Twidell from DNR Capital talking about a margin of safety that you need and you find that in equity valuations. He's particularly into small caps and he says there's no room to hide. Tide's gone out. And you can't be in those fatty kind of stocks, a lot of those growth stocks that had a good story behind them. He says it's bottom up. It's stock picking. It is quality. It is good management. It is 
uh, pricing power, competitive edge, all of those real mm. sort of fundamentals at this stage of the game. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. At some point, though, look at some of the, the scale of the clients we've seen in those non-profitable tech names in particular on the local bourse. At some point in the not-eastern future, there's going to go and be the point where the M&A, the amalgamations will really start to go and pick up because if there's any hope of salvaging uh, where they're going to get to and, and have a future, that's probably the option that a lot of them have to go down that path. So it's going to be really interesting mm-hmm. to see how that plays out. And I reckon we're not too far off that point because distressed uh, no balance sheets are becoming the norm in many of those areas now. Yeah. All right. So uh, the Ukraine-Russia situation is very much a watching brief. Did spark volatility on Friday. Uh, around the region here today. Uh, what do you make of the retreat that we saw in bond yields in the wake of that, the retreat that we saw, hey, in crypto as well? Yeah. Uh, let's just say crypto, anyone portraying crypto to be a safe haven, uh, look, it can be many, many things to many different people, but anyone who's saying that it's a safe haven at this point, uh, you know, take that with an extremely large grain of salt. Uh, Previous in the pudding, we know it's, uh, it's flailing away like risk assets. Uh, no, really bring into question, anyone can go and call it digital gold. Gold went and rallied, as you'd expect in that environment. Uh, Bitcoin fell. I think that's pretty instructive. Yeah, and um, blue chips really won the day here in Australia as well. Like yeah. uh, everything being said about reporting season and everything else, and beating the region, uh, it was the banks and some of those more um, market stalwarts that did win the day. Um, energy, energy special mention, me- mention continued. Prices continued to rise in Asia. Beach uh, reported on a great day, up by nine percent. Though most did express, um, you know positivity about the numbers Mm. i mean the price has definitely helped the company along was gave guidance but said it was uncertain there was a lot of x factors in there yeah new new hope corporation is a really interesting space as well they announced a few changes to the c-suite today as well so it's been a real benefit of that uh, that strength in in coal prices in particular it's up about 250 percent over the past Mm. year yeah whitehaven coal was one of the best performers today as well now i'm not going to get into macro because there was nothing really to talk about today we've got a whole heap of fed speakers Uh, This week, we've got jobs here in Australia, but look, we've got plenty of days to talk about that before Thursday. Tomorrow, Scuddy, still very much in reporting season mode. I mean, the list is long. BHP, Ansel, Seek all come to mind. And uh, yeah, BHP, we've already said why it will be so instructive, but we'll also be speaking with um, the CEOs of Money3, Atomos' CEO, um, yeah, it's going to be a great day on Ausbiz, and uh, we hope you can join us for it. We've watched it already. We'll see you then. Have a good night. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.